<laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, right on, man. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, for the uh, first episode in my uh, series, or, well, in, yeah, so it is the first episode in my series on all of the American uh, amendments, but I will be joined for this episode and for the entire series by uh, Q, the abolitionist from Uncheckled Liberty. Hey, what's Thank up, everybody? Me, hey, man, thanks for having me, dude. I'm, I'm pretty excited to do this. As am I. Um, Q is not a lawyer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for making Neither that clear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, we are just two assholes uh, with an opinion and access to the internet. That's right. Um, <laughs> in the in the age of information, everybody's an internet internet genius, right? So. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and I am the greatest internet genius of all. <laughs> Wait, no, I thought I was. Wait a minute. <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> now what? <laughs> <laughs> Someone should make an amendment about this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So, um. Yeah, I. Uh, this is kind of a spin-off that started with my series on revolutions with Bird, and then specifically the American Revolution. Um, so I covered uh, amendments one through ten essentially with Bird, um, mainly because those were uh, the most direct result of the American Revolution. Um, basically, everything from the Eleventh Amendment and on comes after um, that's correct so that's it why we start with the 11th today now um let's just get right into it uh the 11th amendment says that the judicial power of the united states shall not be construed to extend any suit in law or equity commenced or prosecuted against one of the united states by citizens of another state or by citizens or subjects of any foreign state. Right. Now, when I read that on Wikipedia, what in the fuck does that mean? So like, I I, did you want me to, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, um, sure, go ahead. This they, this is one has been called like the, 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 they've referred to this as the 11th Amendment immunity for the states, right? Um, and one of the things that struck me in, in kind of getting ready for this show and, you know, obviously we, we each have our notes and, and whatnot, but one of the things that, that struck me is you have your 10th, you have your first through 10th amendment, right? In the bill of rights. Yeah. And, um, those are the things that quote unquote, protect the people from their government. Right. And I find it interesting that the very first amendment that's added after the original 10, um, is protecting the government from the people, you know? Yes. So I don't I don't know if you if if you saw the same thing, but that's one of the things that yes. that, that kind of struck me. So, uh, yeah, it's considered for you know I'm sorry I don't want to ramble, but I wanted to interject that. So it's fascinating when you 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 read it and you go, what does that mean? And basically, from what I can tell, is it means that the government put a clause into or an amendment into the Constitution to protect itself from us. Yes. Yeah, so. that was very surprising to me as well. Yeah, to see that that was essentially the first thing that came after the revolution. So yeah, um, yeah, I largely agree with you. I frame it slightly differently. So the uh, first or tenth amendments are basically just restrictions on the government. 
Yeah. Like it's all it all basically just boils down to the government shall not do X, Y, or Z. Um, and then the eleventh amendment is well, the government is uh, immune from the citizens doing X, Y, or Z. Yeah. So, um, maybe it becomes a little bit more clear when you say it, but what it fundamentally does is it protects the state uh, from being sued by its citizens. Yeah. It's basically saying that uh, judges cannot hear cases against the state. Correct. Um, so it. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we'll get our we'll get our rhythm. I don't want to interrupt, man. Oh, I yeah. just, but uh, you know, it came about the Eleventh Amendment came about as a result of um, a case called Chisholm versus Georgia in yes. 1793. Okay, mm -hmm. um, and uh, this is a situation where you know I got to run through all, I got to run through my notes here. Um, so, so, so uh, before before we before we go <laughs> any further, for I want to tell you I had all my notes set up, and then I and then I and then I lost them. So, because uh, I'm because I'm because I'm stupid, and anybody listening who's who's heard me before <laughs> probably knows that I'm already stupid. So this this is kind of par for the course. So, apologize for that. So Chisholm versus Georgia, um, is uh, there's a guy by the name of Robert Forquar. I'm saying his name wrong. I'm sure of it, but he's an executor of the estate. Um, or Alexander Chisholm is the executor of his state, and he attempted to sue the state of Georgia and the Supreme Court over payments that were due to him um, mm -hmm. for you know supporting the American Revolutionary War. Okay, yeah. so that went on as as it comes out. the The court's decision ruled in favor of the plaintiff, uh, so he was due all of this stuff. And of course, now the states now at this point are like, "Uh oh, we have a problem. Our citizens can sue us and win." Right? Yes. Um, and so what does the government do when that happens? The government tries to protect itself from these things. And so that's what started the whole 11th Amendment process. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, that was in that was in 1793. And yes. then, of course, the 11th Amendment was ratified by the states in February 7th, on February 7th, 1795. So two years oh, later, there's, there's a whole new amendment to the Constitution in oh, result, yeah. you know, in response to this. So, so I like this, or I, well, I don't want to say I like it. I don't like it at all, but... Um, I I looked into this particular court case a little bit as well, and I think uh, the reasoning and the arguments given are pretty fascinating, um, because essentially what goes on is, so Chisholm brings this case before the court and it goes to the Supreme Court, and the defense from uh, Georgia was essentially that they're immune to being sued by a citizen, yeah, um, under the reason that they were a sovereign. So, right. well, what the hell is going on here? Uh, we have to take a step back here, essentially, to understand what the exact um, uh, uh, argument is. So, before uh, America had set itself up as a republic, it was under the under the rule of a king. And yes. It, well, so suing the king was obviously not possible uh, because uh, the because he's the were, king <laughs> well yes but there's reasoning behind this and yeah. a, a process so the king is well supposedly as, at least appointed by god um, right so then uh, the king appoints judges 
so the judges are to be hired and fired by the king. As such, a judge cannot rule against the king, not only because he could be fired for it, but also because ruling against the king would be ruling against God. Correct. And that's, well, that doesn't work. Um, I mean, even if you're not religious, you can see how suing God is not really um, an option. Well, yeah, especially in the Christian God, right? The the, the Christian sense where um, if you're a, if you are a Christian, um, you and I'll, I'll say this from you know, my own personal yep. viewpoint. Um, I'm a Christian and I believe everything I have is from God, right? Mm -hmm. Everything I have is from God. All of my rights are derived from what God allows me to do and live and how, how he allows me to be as a human, right? Um, right? And functionally because he's my creator, right? He's my creator. So therefore he owns me, which, you know, this is a whole other episode, right? But but then this leads down the path of why, why, I, why I feel like the state is is illegitimate to begin with, because nobody owns me but God, and you know, so I, I'm not going to hijack the show, but you guys can, you guys can probably yeah. deduce the reasoning from that, right? Um, exactly. But in a, in a monarchy, so if you're suing a king or trying to, you're basically bidding in the face of God um, under yes. under that Christian God mindset, especially if you consider exactly. the king, you know, the the king as a you know a finger of God, right? So. Um, and um, if you want to hear more about how you shouldn't sue the king under monarchy, go and follow Liberty Hangouts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did we? Why did you say that? Why do you got to bring these guys into this? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was just an opportunity for a good joke there. Yeah, um, there you go. Also, um, another uh, more pragmatic problem with uh, ruling against the king is that you might lose your head um yes absolutely so um but this construction essentially was called sovereign immunity so uh the state of georgia was making the case that they are um immune from being sued in the same way that the king would be immune from being sued um well georgia lost the case and had to pay up um which said the president that one could sue their state and that resulted in congress passing the 11th amendment in 1794 and ratifying it in 95. yep all right so um, imagine for that for the i want to talk a little bit about their defense they were claiming that they were a sovereign yes. state and could not be sued without granting consent to the suit um at this time there's there's a, a larger illusion that i think in in the united states um that that they are a representative republic or a federal republic, right? And then and then as, as such, the 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 power of the government is derived by the consent of the governed, right? Um, I wonder how that argument, how they can, because we'll sit here, you and I, Bullshito, we'll sit here and we'll say, you know, you know, you and I have a dispute, right? No, no one, I I, I want to say this right. Um, no one person is sovereign over another person, correct? Yes. Would you agree? And I and then agree. yes. So no three people are sovereign over another person, right? I still agree with that. Yes. And no no five hundred people in a room are sovereign over a single individual, right? Yes, I still agree so we with can, that. We can, and we can extrapolate that out. We can push that out to millions and millions. It doesn't matter what that number is. No 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 infinite number of people 
is sovereign over one individual. Would you agree? I would agree. Yes. So, so in a state that that exists as a representative, or as as a, um, as, so a state that exists and derives its power from the consent of the governed, how can that state be sovereign over an individual when all it really is is just a bunch of individuals? That is a very good question. So, I mean, you know, this is more of a, you know, more my, my the first time as I'm reading through this and, and, and putting my notes together myself, I'm like, well, this is, this is, this is stupid on its face. The 11th Amendment yeah. is stupid on its face, you know? Um, yes. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack your stuff, dude. My bad, dude. No worries, man. <laughs> uh, the show is meant to be hijacked. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that was one of the, one of the other things when I, when I was going through the notes with this that, that, that jumped out at me. So, um, yeah. I just kind of wanted to get that out there, and if, and if I stole any of your thunder, I apologize. I'm sure we can come back and talk to that at some point. Dude, you know? just steal my thunder all you want. That's what I have okay. you here. <laughs> right on. Um, you know, there's a there's a reason I don't do solo. There's a reason I invite guests. The more my best, the more my guests talk, the less my listeners have to listen to me. The better it is. <laughs> yeah. It just seems uh, it just seems to me like it's a conflict, man. It's it, right on its face. It's a conflict of of you know. Yeah. Um, like how free are you really? And you know, I say you as as I'm, as I'm a, talking about I'm talking about Americans because this is in our yeah. this is in our constitution. So with the Eleventh Amendment, how free are you really? You can't sue another state because the Eleventh Amendment says right there. Um, you you know you can't you know a citizen of one state can't basically sue another state right so yeah. um, and that's and that's what what brought this down and we'll go through I'm sure some other lawsuits that 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 fine tune this or set the precedent even tighter um, against I the people so. yes. yeah um, see, oh yeah so um, another thing that we will get into at some later point probably um, but essentially the Supreme Court has by now interpreted this as meaning that you also cannot sue your own state correct so uh you live in hawaii right i sure do yeah yeah so um it means that not only can i as dutchman not sue hawaii uh bird as a new yorker cannot sue hawaii but correct. you as a hawaiian I, I don't know what's the word um howie that's the word you're looking for howie all right. So I'm just kidding, Howley. dude. It's how Hawaii, <laughs> Hawaiian resident, but they call me Howley because I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you, as a not real Hawaiian, uh, correct. Um, you still cannot sue your own state. That's right. At least not according to uh, the reasoning of the Eleventh Amendment. Correct. Um, and that was that was a result of. Hans versus Louisiana in 1890. Aha. Uh -huh. Please tell me about that because okay. I do not have that in my notes. All right. So the plaintiff, Hans, was a citizen of the state of Louisiana, mm -hmm. uh, and he owned bonds issued by the state. And he was concerned right. that a recent change to the state constitution would render the bonds invalid. Hans filed suit against the state under the United States District Court, asserting that Louisiana was impairing the obligations of a contract which was forbidden by Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution. So that's that's kind of, I, I read that right off of Wikipedia, so don't don't think for a minute that I've got this stuff memorized, <laughs> right? So, um, you know, that's the source there. But uh, in, in doing that, the, the result comes out that 
not only so not only can so they they find they they, they find against um they find in favor of the de- the, the defendant which is the state of louisiana and they right. use the 11th amendment as as the as a basis for that ruling um and so what it does is it finds fine tunes the 11th amendment and almost basically rewrites it though unofficially right it rewrites it in a way that you know currently written the 11th amendment says that a citizen of another state or a citizen sorry one state cannot be sued by a citizen of another state yes. what they've basically done is rewritten it to say one state cannot be sued by anybody yes you know what i mean and- so yeah. it's it doesn't matter where this where these imaginary state lines are, right? So just like you said, Bird can't yep. sue the state of Hawaii. You can't sue the state of Hawaii, but and that makes sense under the Eleventh Amendment because neither one of you guys yeah. are residents of the state of Hawaii. However, comma now cue the abolitionist can't sue the state of Hawaii because of um, because of Hans versus Louisiana, which which yeah. is not how the which is not how the amendment is written. It's something that they've that they've just kind of added to it. Um, without legislating, without legislation, right? Without yeah, without going through the amendment process, they've changed that amendment without going through the amendment process. Yep. Yeah, I think. Um, well, I mean, as you said, it comes from a lawsuit, so it's not um, a change in the Eleventh Amendment itself, because that would have to be done. Correct. I think by Congress, um, but it's and that's... a change in interpretation from the Supreme Court, which. Uh, is well legally speaking, I guess, just as good. It's a precedent, right? So, and yeah. and that's right. They didn't change the text of the Eleventh Amendment. It still says the same thing that it said when it was ratified. Um, but just in in practice and in principle is what I'm trying to say. Is they they changed the Eleventh Amendment. They added yeah. to it yeah. without going exactly. through the amendment process functionally. Yeah. Which, um, uh, I mean, even as a start, it's pretty strange. Um, like even from a very practical perspective. Like... All right, so um, I'm gonna try to keep this short. So if you don't want to hear me yammering on about my Patreon page, just skip ahead in about 30 seconds, and hopefully that should um, skip the entire ad for you. So here's the ad. Thing is, I fucking love podcasting. I love doing this. So, I want to improve my podcast in all senses. Um, there's only one problem with that. I am a poor. Um, and better equipment costs money, which I don't have. So, if you like the content that I put out, and you want to support me in improving the quality of this podcast, please go over to patreon.com slash and choose any of the four tiers between two and twenty dollars thank you very much and enjoy the show What's hey, up, man. Gumbo? Konnichiwa. <laughs> Didn't expect to see you here, bro. <laughs> you want to join us in a chat about the 11th Amendment? Um, 
Well, no, I just wanted to drop in and tell you guys that I love you. Well, you're a, you're a heck of a guy. I love you too, man. <laughs> and then you, would, you, you, would, you wouldn't hear anything but my kids screaming and crying and throwing blocks and stuff, so. <laughs> but, um, um, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to drop in because I've seen you fellas getting down. Yeah. <laughs> well, no you, you came in at actually a decent time because we, we took a little break. We're just coming right back. So oh, Okay. Say hello, oh, yeah. baby. Say hello. Yeah. Say hi. Say hi, Bullshito. <laughs> okay, guys. Y'all take care. Later, bro. All right. Later. See you later, bro. Bye-bye. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we just got done talking about Hans versus Louisiana 1890 and how, how that allowed the um, – that ruling basically um, made it so that even citizens couldn't sue their own state in court. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened because some guy uh, was worried because his state was changing their constitution. Yeah. And yeah. they were, uh, so he thought his bonds would be worthless. And as such, um, he was like, well, let's sue them. Yeah, then, tough luck. Yeah. Do we know what, why the Supreme Court decided to change this? Well, I think I'm trying, I'm trying to look. I had my notes set up, but now I'm not, you know me, because I'm stupid, I lost my notes. Um, so, you know, of course, the conspiracy side of me uh, says, well, of course, they're going to, you know, the government's going to side on the side of the government, right? Like, why wouldn't they? I mean, that's, you know, that's, you know, um, but, uh, I really think the reason behind it is just the absolute fear of what happens if they set a precedent where citizens can see their own state for any wrongdoing. Um, we see we see this again in Alden versus Maine. I don't know if we're ready to move on, but um, oh yeah. Do you have that note as well? Do you have that? Are you looking at that? I uh, do not have it. No. The next thing is uh, Export Young uh, okay. in nineteen eight. I don't have that one. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Nineteen oh eight. Yeah, 1908. So, ex parte um, So, essentially, what happens here is um, a law is passed in Minnesota limiting the amount a railroad can charge a customer for a ticket. Mm. So, one Mr. Young is enforcing this law. Um, well, uh, stockholders of the Northern Pacific Railway decide to sue both the railroad and Young, since he's the one enforcing it. Um, so Young argues that under the 11th Amendment, he is protected from this lawsuit because he's an official of the state and you can't sue the state. Now, the Supreme, rule, Supreme Court rules against this. Uh, their reasoning is that they say what Young was doing was unconstitutional. So they strip him of his status as a state official, um, which strips him of his uh, sovereign immunity and thus leaves him open to be sued. Okay. So this sets a new president. Uh, can you sue your state? Well, maybe. So did your state do, or did a state official do something unconstitutional? Yes or no? If yes, you can sue them. If no, you can't. 
But that's like However, at the in, that's at like the individual level, though, right? Not at the not at the corporate level, so to speak. Exactly. So uh, here's the catch: um, you cannot sue an actual state for money or for damages, because if you did that, that would mean that uh, a court or judges would have to um, possibly convict a state of wrongdoing, which under sovereign immunity is not possible. Right. Which which is like a contradiction to like freedom in general, but okay. Completely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's um, interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't read that one. Yeah. Um, so, so can you run down that again? So that we had, so we have Young, Exparte Young. Yes. 1908. Yeah. So allows federal courts in conjunction or for injunctions against officials acting on behalf of the states of the union to proceed despite the state's sovereign immunity. Okay. So, so that means is, I guess you can, you can sue individuals um, that are like civil service or state employees or things like that. Right. Was, was young a, um, an elected official or was he appointed? Does it say? Um, I'm he was the attorney I'm general sure. of Minnesota. Is the attorney general an elected position? I should know this. I think so. Okay. Um, but you should probably know this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm such an idiot, dude. Oh, um, how do I know? This is what happens when you have a non a non lawyer doing this stuff. There. I was about to say, just to reiterate, neither of us are lawyers. <laughs> yeah. So here, I just I just clicked on Attorney General of Minnesota, right? And it says Attorney General is the state's chief legal officer, which I knew, and is an executive position elected by the voters for a four year term. So yeah, he is an elected position. Right. Okay. Answer that question. See, Internet Genius strikes again. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you have anything else on the Eleventh uh, Amendment? I do. So Alden versus Maine. Alden versus Maine. You, you talked about suing individuals, but I wanted to kind of get back down to the state um, at the state level. So in 1992. So this is relatively recent. Okay. Uh, probation officers employed by the state of Maine filed suit against their employer in the United States District Court for the District of Maine. The probation officers alleged the violations of the overtime provisions laid out in the Fair Labor Standards Act, a federal statute, and requested liquidated damages and compensation. Okay, So the federal court dismissed the suit, the suit stating that the 11th Amendment to the United States Constitution gives the state sovereign immunity. We've already talked a little bit about that. After the dismissal, the probation officers filed the same, same action in a state the main state court, okay? And the state court also dismissed the state. So you can't sue the state in a federal court and you can't sue the state in its own state court, okay? So the case, the case was um, appealed and went to the uh, the Supreme Court. And as far as I can tell, it was basically they cited in favor of Maine in that right. for the same reason, okay? so. And that was in 1992 through 1999. That's how long it. So that's recent, you know, in 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 history, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I say, you know, I'm a little bit older than most most of the guys that, that we mess around with on the in the in the frat. So um, <laughs> when I say you know recent to me, it goes all the way back to the 70s because that's like my life. You know, you know what I mean. Like, and that might not yeah. be the same for you. So I automatically look at 99, and I don't think I think of that like as yesterday. <laughs> you know, but um. Yeah. 
so I feel like in that in that case, so here's here now is not an individual. This is a group of people. Now I'm not I'm not a huge fan of unions. This is not me siding with the union on the on the no. on the you know for the sake of them being a union. But these are a group of individuals in in a in a um, uh, you know collective bargaining agreement together. Um, suing a state for what they believe to be illegal action. So now we know that we can't, individuals can't sue another state. Individuals can't sue their own state. Um, you can sue individuals within the state, right? But even your organization, if you're, if you're part of an organization can't, that can't sue the state. So I read all this stuff and I don't know if you've come to the same conclusion, but I think to myself, so what's our recourse? You know, you're you're over in Holland. I'm in I'm in the United States. Uh, technically, yeah. e technically, even though I'm, if anything, on the edge of the empire, um, it, Hawaii is still a state, right? So, what's my recourse? Yeah. If I have if I have a grievance with the state, I can sue an individual. So, I guess technically, I could sue up to and including the governor of the state of Hawaii, um, but I would have to have a pretty good case to get that person, that individual. But I can't, I can't sue the state for wrongdoing, which is interesting now considering all of this coronavirus stuff that we. I don't know what how Holland is necessarily handling all this. Um, uh, well, could be better, could be worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's well, let's just say it's not great. Um, it's. Uh, I'm not sure when this publishes, so I don't want to get into detail too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the risk of being wildly outdated by the time this goes live. Okay. So as of recording this, um, in, in the interest of just keeping everybody, you know, it's March 20 or nope, and not wrong, wrong M month. This is May 23rd. Um, yes. And in Hawaii. Oh, wow. Did you hear that? I just had somebody drive by and honk. Interesting. Ah, so that was true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So um, in, you know, May 23rd, uh, Tomorrow is Sunday, May 24th, 2020. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, and this kind of makes my blood boil a little bit, for the first time since, since lockdown, we're going to be able to go back to church. Jesus. No. Yeah, no, I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. No, that's okay. I'm a, I'm a Christian. Church is important to me, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't want to get, you know, this is your show. I don't want to get too, too preachy on it. But, uh, you know, for me personally, I need to be in church with other members of the body of Christ. Right. Um, right. That's that's very important for me. I've not been able to do that. I've had my First Amendment right violated by the state of Hawaii, by the county of Honolulu. What is my recourse for that? I've just read through all of the stuff and did a little bit of studying on the 11th Amendment with you, only to yeah. find out that I really have no recourse. I have no recourse. Yeah. Basically. So so we sit back and we make fun of these boog boys. Right. Um, I mean, I've got. You know, I don't want to get into that, all this stuff, but you know, all these boogaloo boys we make fun of because we go, okay, so here was a perfect opportunity now during this time of um, lockdown, if you want to call it that, house arrest, yeah. stay-at-home orders, various states, various counties have it do do different ways, but here's a perfect opportunity to show the state and the, the state and local governments overstepping their bounds, and not a single person did anything about it, and legally exactly. looking at it, not a single person can do anything about it. Exactly. So, what is our recourse? Yeah. yeah. Within the frame, uh, within the frame of the Constitution, what's our recourse? The well, Second Amendment, I guess. But that's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
if you're going to stay yeah. within the frame within the framework of the constitution and you want to do this legally you know in accordance with your your mythological not yours necessarily but our mythological yeah. you know social contract that everybody likes to talk about from time to time what is our recourse there is no recourse you have to step yeah, outside exactly. of the constitution to do anything which i don't know i don't know if you want to go there on your show but you know that's at least that's been my conclusion yeah, been, uh, that i've found in all this you know i will definitely be wanting to go there uh, okay i have been talking with matt from the status quo and um Paz from the gaslight hour um to see uh for another project that might be interesting um which also kind of spins off off of the series on revolution revolutions i did with bird um essentially trying to um build a case uh for the american revolution 2.0 yeah like build an actual historical not quite legal case yeah um as to why it would be or would not be because that's a possible conclusion as well justified to start a new violent revolution I hypothetically think, because yeah I hypothetically would, is, a, is an record, important word <laughs> <laughs> uh, i would never uh dare advocate for overthrowing Correct. government um of america certainly not violently I well i've said i've said before on that line about that. <laughs> yeah. I, i've never i've said before along that along that line is like uh you know i'm not going to be the the guy to fire the first shot right like that's just that oh, yeah. you know and then you know i've even done i've even talked about this on other people's shows too or um what would it take for me personally well it would have to be clear objectives and and of course like you know as and you know and what's the reality of what's the chance of winning right like that's got to be a clear thing to like I don't know. And and what is what is the end game? What do we what do we see at the end of this? And is everybody on board? And we're so fractured. I don't know if that happens, but but I'd be fascinated in 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 hearing your guys' um evaluation of that. In fact, probably about as early as six months ago, um I haven't done it, but I had the the with the wild hair to start writing um a modern declaration of independence using oh, a really cool. yeah, using using the framework of the of the existing historical, mm -hmm. you know, 1776 version. Um, but putting it in, in modern English, taking a look at the, at the different grievances, um, you know, enumerated in that, in that document and seeing how many of them are still current, how many of yeah. them today, um, and are still being, you know, imp you know, imp imposed upon the people of the United States. Um, I, you know, I've not had time to do that, but it's as simple as converting everything to a word document, changing things to, you know, modern English, and then going down through the, through the existing, uh, you know, going down through the, through the different, um, grievances against the crown and, and just modernizing it and just saying, okay, this is still a thing. This is still a thing. This is still a thing. And then adding a few more. And, yeah. uh, just, just as in my own historical exercise in what we've allowed ourselves to, to come to in a slow boil over the last 240 years and change. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know, man, I would be interested in, in doing that. I'd be interested in hearing what you guys have to say, but um, whether you want to do that yourself or not, uh, 
you know, uh, just an idea I had. And then you put it on maybe one of these little um, petition, you know, sites and see if it circulates through the social media. Here's that. Here, sign the new declaration. Sign the new Declaration of Independence and just see what happens. You know. Yeah, exactly. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'd love to read that. Yeah. Um, one more thing is, I find it somewhat shocking how quickly this amendment was made. Yeah. So we're looking at the American Revolution mm -hmm. uh, between 65 and 83, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then in 93, there's um, the, the lawsuit. And in 94, so 11 years after the, yeah. after the revolution, the Congress already makes the decision that you cannot sue your own state. Yep. Um, which basically puts you back right at start where you began with the fucking revolution. Exactly. And and it's as if they forgot. And we, we see this immediately. And I mean, you can, I don't know if, you know, Vetarchist and and I and uh, and Gumbo actually had, did a show on, um, just kind of briefly talked about, you know, the the Articles of Confederation versus the U.S. Constitution. Right. We didn't get it. We didn't get to any detail, so there's no granularity with that show whatsoever. Uh, but it was something that uh, we noted that it was it was amazing how you take the articles Articles of Confederation. They went into a convention to try and shore up that document to kind of you know, so to speak, plug some of the holes that they found in it. And they came out of that convention with a whole new document altogether and changed yeah. the face of, of, of the, you know, changed the face of the United States of America, you know, um, and that was a coup and immediate, you know, it's not, it's not, rec it's not recognized as a coup, but it was a coup and they did it strategically and changed the entire structure of what was supposed to be a free nation. Um, and that was, that was immediately after taking the boot of the crown off their throat, they put the boot of the state right back on it um, intentionally. And uh, it's, it's a, it's, I don't know, I, you know, when this, when this 11th amendment was ratified, there were 15 states, right? So it was ratified by 12. Okay. And that's what was required to ratify it. Um, and of course, well, it was ratified by 13, but uh, South Carolina ratified it, um, you know, years later um but uh, the first 12 were new york rhode island connecticut new hampshire massachusetts vermont virginia georgia kentucky maryland delaware and north carolina all of those did it uh and then of course north carolina ratified on february 7th 1795 which which is what made right. it official um and then of course in december december 4th 1797 you know a couple of years later south carolina got on board and, and ratified it too but uh there were a few states that 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 didn't ratify it at all. Um, let me see if I can pull those out. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee did not take action. Um, but here's here's something that's stupid. Okay, June twenty fifth, two thousand and eighteen. So that was you know, in modern era, right? Um, mm -hmm. New Jersey adopted resolution number 75 to symbolically ratify the 11th amendment for fuck's sake yeah that why so what's the bullshit. point of that that was stupid so you didn't do anything 200 years ago right yeah um but now 
Now we're going to go ahead. Why? What's the point? It was dumb. So in my notes, I remember that being lame. I just remember writing that writing that down. Lame. Because <laughs> I don't understand what the point was. It's all symbolic. It's all stupid. But yeah, no, I, I feel like wrong. the 11th, the 11th Amendment um, solidified the fact that an American citizen has no recourse against his government. Not within the yeah. not within the confines of the law, um, yep. which is which is a frightening thing to consider um, when you look at the look at the world that we're in right now with this coronavirus stuff. I would say so. Yes, yeah. um, man. Do you have anything other anything else to to add? Bro, not on this topic at all. I think I think a day I data dumped a lot of a lot of the stuff that I had in my brain my brain socket. All right. I think we uh, we've got a good first episode on this. Series, I agree. Uh, here then. I agree. Um, thank you for coming on. No and, worries, bro. Um, please uh, tell me all of your plugs. Okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> so I I have a show called Unshackled Liberty that I do with with a really good friend of mine, uh, Crypto Gumbo. You can follow us both on um, on Twitter if you want. I'm I'm at Q underscore abolitionist. He's at Crypto Gumbo. And our show is Unshackled Liberty. So uh, that also has a page there on, on Twitter too is at Unshackled underscore L. Um, and what we are is we're a, we're a libertarian show. Uh, it's a variety show. We do a lot of interviews. Sometimes we read through the news stuff. We get into a little bit of philosophy. Um, there, you'll notice if you listen to us that we are a little bit different. I am an, I am an anarchist. I, I consider myself a kind of a, a hybrid between a, a, an aspiring agorist and an anarcho-capitalist in some, some ways that... Some ways that uh, those those philosophies uh, work within each other. In some ways, they are in a, an opposition to each other, and yeah. and uh, and I have to, of course, maneuver that. Right? Um, yeah. I, I I believe in the non-aggression principle. Now, Gumbo himself will not tell you will not will not say that he's an anarchist. Um, and uh, really? yeah, I love the guy to death, but he's not. He's uh, <laughs> no. I mean, seriously. So so a yeah. lot of the time, you'll notice on our show if you pay attention. Um, we kind of get into that a little bit and, and it's a little bit of an exercise to me, you know, a, a little bit of exercise of me trying to bring him to the dark side, so to speak. Right. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, I, I get what you mean. <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's, he's big into freedom and Liberty. Um, I, I would label him as a minarchist. He would probably not choose to label him that way. I don't think he wants to have a label, which I, I agree. I, I, I Fair enough. Pre- appreciate, um, but uh, that's something that we work through together on the show, and I think it adds a little bit of a fun dynamic every once in a while when we can get into our little little, little barbs back and forth. But uh, yeah, but it's it is a libertarian show. It's a variety show, and we are Christians. So if you um, if you uh, listen yes. to our to our show every once in a while, we'll bring in uh, some something. And and you heard me kind of go into it um, on this episode on yep. why why that's you know why my Christian faith is important to uh, who I am as yeah. a libertarian. But yeah, no, I um, think there's um, uh, an interesting intersection there yeah uh, i agree explore. so i agree I'm not so. myself but i um uh, i like hearing about the uh well the way one's faith complements or does not complement one's political beliefs um i think that's an interesting uh, dynamic that that yeah. goes on there and we and we try to get into that on our show um every once in yeah. a while um, so that's us, dude. That's, that's, that's who I am. That's who we are. And, uh, thanks. Oh, yes, uh, those are, those yeah. are my plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Go listen uh, to Uncheckered Liberty. It's a good show. Thanks, buddy. Um, 
and it's very clean so uh you can even listen to it with uh, a 10 year old at home we try which, yeah um i would not advise doing with my show exactly. unless you want your 10 year old to learn some very choice words <laughs> um. <laughs> well, freedom, freedom, and liberty are you know have have definitely adult content, um, oh, you know, yeah. uh, topics. But we we try to present it in a way to where you can listen to it with your kids in the room. Um, we don't shy away from any topics, but we do we do address language as we yeah. want to make sure that the mom and dad can listen to it uh, and not have to change the channel if they don't like the content. You don't like what you're hearing. You think we we think we're stupid. We'll change the channel, right? Like that, that's fine. I exactly. just don't want to run anybody off because we're dropping too many f bombs, right? So, we uh, we try real hard to not do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm a bit edgier that way, but um, you know, everyone gets a little uh, niche in the market that way. So, um, then there's a. I have some plugs as well. Good. Um, mainly being all of the Fred members. So, go listen to. Burning Boots, Punk Rock Libertarians, The Second Liberty, Anarchy Proper, The Gaslight, Our Songs, Planet, The Dose, Erased State, Normal Libertarian, Trent, Must Talk, Unchecked Liberty, The Law, and Hardy Cross, One Insurrection in, and Two Fats and a Black. Uh, I think <laughs> that's that's got to be the best name, dude. Two Fats and a Black. That's the funniest <laughs> name of a show. That, that's right up there with, that's right up there with, you know, I don't want to plug somebody else that's not in the frat, but that's right up there with Fatcast. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as far as show names go, you know? <laughs> man, fuck it. Pluck, pluck the get fat cast on my show every day, man. I don't care. Yeah. I love those guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, you had Bird on anyway, right? So you're already... You, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I've had Car on as well on my other show sure. with uh, Wendy. Yeah, we had Car on too. We had Car on. We went in and talked a little bit about cryptocurrency. It was one oh, of our first shows. So the audio is not yeah. great, but we, we got into some good stuff. Yeah. I need to get them on like my show as well for something at some point. That'd be fun. Yep. Um, well, hey, that's another again, thing, man. I mean, that's, I mean, I don't want to, that's another thing. It seems like all these, all the podcasters just kind of just a cool group of dudes, man. I've not met anybody that I, that I, that I would want to run over with a bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, I can think of one guy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, maybe you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to run over anyone with a bus, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but I think there's one former member uh, that got oh, yeah, kicked. You don't need, yeah, you don't need to bring um, that up. Yeah. Um, I, uh, maybe at some point I'll make uh, an episode to cover that drama. But uh, Why? I don't want to burn that bridge too hard, so let's just keep it at that. Why do <laughs> you want to... This, this this is a drama free zone, bro. Why? I don't know. You do you. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean this. It's your show, homeboy. It's your, it's your show. Yeah. <laughs>